Hey guys, what's up? This is Chris Chavez, co-host of History Creeps, Hardly Kayfabe, and Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Normally, you'd hear a bumper for the network right about now. Instead, I wanted to take a moment to ask a favor. If you've ever listened to many of our shows on the network, you've heard us talk about a place that has quickly established itself as a staple of downtown Buffalo over the past couple of years. Mizuta Chow's is a Japanese-themed bar-slash-restaurant-slash-retro-80s arcade that features amazing Japanese-inspired street food, top-shelf drinks, and a glittery pink staircase that has become one of Buffalo's most popular Instagram selfie destinations. Like many other establishments around the country, Mizuta Chow's was forced to shut their doors and lay off their staff when the COVID pandemic hit. At first, they didn't let that stop them from helping the community. For weeks, Johnny Chow and his partner Christy, along with a number of other Chow's employees, worked to feed essential workers on the front lines treating those affected by the virus. They organized pop-up drive through grocery supply stores for anyone who needed essential items. The crew at Mizuta Chow's has worked tirelessly to support the community during this rough time. Now, we here at the network want to help show our appreciation for an establishment that has proven what it means to be a neighbor in the 716. Recently, a GoFundMe was set up to try to raise money to help Mizuta Chow's pay employees, bills, and ensure that when it's safe to, they can open their doors to the good people of Buffalo and Western New York. I know things are rough everywhere, but if you are able to, please consider donating to the Mizuta Chow's Relief Fund on GoFundMe. Every bit helps. You can also find a link at bicbp-radio.com. Thanks for listening and supporting the network. Now on with your show. Welcome back to Squad Wipe Gaming. We are back in full force. We had to take a week off, but I am here. My name, as always, is Greg Knowlton, a.k.a. Sega, and I'm joined by... Marcus Shade. We are here. Uh, last week, I actually tested positive for the coronavirus. It sucks. Um, I'm, But hey, I'm healthy. Uh, I went for a walk today. I've been working out. I do a heavy cardio workout every day. I do boxing uh, is my main workout right now. A lot of shadow boxing and stuff. So um, I'm not 100%, but I'm getting back to normal. But man, do what you can to to keep away from it because I would get gassed walking to the fridge. Like I literally ran, like just sprinted a mile. It, it was rough. Like I didn't eat. I've lost 16 pounds. I think it was in two weeks um, just from like not wanting to move and not being able to eat too much. Um, so yeah, but I'm healthy. I'm back. Uh, I'm in the game. I appreciate the weight loss. <laughs> and we are here. <laughs> we are going to do um, two episodes in a row. So you're gonna have a back to back week for us. Um, because of, you know, having to take a week off, we want to get back to normal. Uh, and there's another reason why. So last week was going to be our Star Wars episode. So this week, we are going to talk Star Wars uh, in honor of May the 4th. And then there's been some big Xbox and PlayStation 5 news that's dropped. Uh, and rather than focusing on it this week, we wanted to give it a little bit of time um, to s- start seeing which stuff was confirmed rather than hopping on the rumor train and just talking about things that um, may not be legit. So we wanted to give a little bit of time for things to start being corroborated by reliable sources um, and start really knowing like those confirmed game lists and things like that before we started talking about rumors. Um, and then 
because then it's more fun to talk about rumors knowing it's a rumor than to get people excited about something that's not legit. It's just how it is. Yeah, the, the what ifs and what could have been after you know what's fact and what's fiction is a lot better than getting super hyped up for something that isn't real. Yes, that's always exactly. a letdown. Exactly, and that's I, I we don't want to do that. So we're gonna have fun. Uh, we are gonna do what we were originally gonna do last week and talk Star Wars because we are excited. Uh, first, it's a very small calendar this week, but we're gonna talk about esports this month. Uh, what's going on in esports? Uh, well, I know this weekend there is a Call of Duty. There's Call of Duty games that are going on and Overwatch that are going on. Uh, Call of Duty, as far as I'm, as far as I know, it's just like an exhibition, and they're going back to their normal um, uh, sessions that they're doing. The, the The home series that they're doing right now will be going back to normal as of the 22nd of May. Um, but right now, the Call of Duty standings, the, just the top three standings, are Atlanta Phase. Uh, Dallas Empire and Chicago Huntsman. Um, those are all the top three, and their their win percentage is all pretty good too. Um, just looking at some of the stats, it's there, there's a lot to it. Like I, I think I'm going to have to see about joining a fantasy uh, Call of Duty <laughs> league for next year because I'm going to actually be able to do good at that because I suck at fantasy football. <laughs> um, um, but there's also Overwatch games that are taking place this weekend, and they are in their week 15 of their series. And where did it go? I clicked the wrong browser. Um, they'll start on Saturday at 4 a.m. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently, they start really early. I didn't realize they were that early on Saturday. It looks like it's um, the opening games are China games, and that's why. Yeah. So it's yeah, 4 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. There's, there's too many... There's too many uh, teams on here to go through the whole list, um, but they go every like two hours. There's uh, a, a new set of teams that are playing each other throughout the entire day, and mm-hmm. that's um, the normal scheduled stuff for their regular season. That's uh, on Saturday and Sunday, May the 16th and 17th. The, um, you can yeah, find those. So there's international games in the morning, uh, so that 4 a.m. Eastern time to um at 8 a.m eastern time and then the next set of games doesn't start until 3 p.m uh on saturday so that first opening it looks like it's all um asian teams it's all uh so it's you know the much different timeline there is london and new york involved in those games though um but yeah it is it's a different time zone so that's why it's there but then we get back into the u.s time zone for the back half of games yeah, yeah, that's weird. It doesn't show up on the uh, thing I'm looking at. It doesn't actually give the difference in time zones. Um, uh, I just have but, the I have the esports ESPN, so that's what I'm looking at. Oh, okay, because I'm on Overwatch's actual site. Um, and for them, for the Atlanta at the Atlantic Conference, their standings, um, they have uh, the number one. Philadelphia Fusion, and then uh, the standings in second and third place are from the Pacific Conference. Uh, I'm going to butcher the name Shanghai Shanghai Dragons. Never mind. Read it wrong. And the (laughs) San Francisco Shock um, are in second and third place overall uh, from two different divisions. Um, And their their standings are going through and look at the win-loss column. Win-loss and tie, I mean... The dragons are thirty-two nine and one, and they're in second place. That's that's pretty damn good. 
Um, yeah. And then you get 35, 14 and 0 for Philadelphia Fusion. Um, I know a bunch of people that they really like watching them. I never really got into playing Overwatch, but watching it is, is pretty intense. It's a lot of um, fun. Um, it's, it's, it is it's totally different. Popularity a little bit. And the reason is why uh, the game I've been harping on for weeks now, uh, Valorant, and I finally am in the beta. I've been playing it, and it's amazing. It's like uh, Counter-Strike a little bit of overwatch but i wouldn't even really compare it it's it's a hero shooter to a point but it's got the um kind of the the strategy of like a counter strike or a rainbow six siege and yeah yeah it's definitely more tactical i absolutely love it it is hard it is difficult um it actually today was the first game i didn't have a negative kda in a game um (laughs) playing with a terrible fps Uh, and i'm not a first person shooter person I'm not, that's not like my, I love playing them. I've never been good at them. Um, I'm better at like RPG games and things like League of Legends and such. Um, Usually first person shooters aren't my thing. Overwatch I was decent at, but I'm actually, I'm having so much fun with this game. It it is a commitment. It's first to 13 rounds is the winner. So matches average like 45 minutes at least. Um, But I'm having a great time with it and it is a really cool game. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, support the streamers and if you watch right now it's two hours of a stream and have it connected to a riot account you'll actually get a beta account um for it and they're giving them out pretty well um i know a couple people that have have them and it's a fun game i'm really enjoying it so if you like those kind of games if you like counter-strike a lot of pro counter-strike players um have switched over i know like hiko is one of them um and then myth is playing over there now so there's a a lot of pro players um, who are playing this now, and it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, yeah, I, I've watched a few games, and watching is really—it's definitely like if you just hop in without actually like paying attention. If you had just have it on trying to get a code, and you get in, and you didn't—you don't know the fundamentals on the game. Oh, yeah. You're not going to do too well. It's something you definitely want to watch and learn to l- learn basically like the sport like how this game yeah. is set up and the mapping and stuff and uh, your buttons. I wish it was on consoles. I've heard yeah. rumors of it coming to console at some point in time in the future, more than likely with the next generation coming out because of the higher processing yeah. power and everything like that. Um, that would be awesome because I hate mouse and keyboard. I just, think, I just don't like the keyboard. I prefer I like mouse and keyboard now. It's yeah. awful for the, but I love mouse and keyboard now. Um, but Riot is a PC developer, but they have started yep. moving. They've made two mobile games now, uh, and they are releasing League of Legends, like an abridged version, if that's the word, on console eventually. So yep. uh, there's a chance that they can move other games that way. Um, yep. Speaking of game releases, May 2020 video game releases um, actually haven't released much before this video. Uh, but as of the 12th, so um, three days before this video was released, Apex uh, Season 5 started. We had Halo 2 Anniversary drop for the PC. On the 13th, Wolf and Pigs out for Vengeance on the PC. Uh, the Culling Origins on the 14th for Xbox One. Uh, Isle of Man right on the edge 2 on the Switch on the 14th. On the 15th, so day of release, if you're listening to this today, this is the stuff that's coming out. Hatsune Miko, Project Diva Mega Mix on the Switch. Tales from Off-Peak City Volume 1 on the PC. And then tomorrow, uh, a, journey, a Terraria update 
for the PC on May 16th. Golf with your friends on the three major titles, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, Warhammer 40K Mechanics Kiss, which I'm excited for because I'm a Warhammer player. Um, and Adaptus Mechanicus is a group I was going to get into, but I found Tyranids, and I love them. Uh, and I'm a, I also play Pool Marines, so in the Plague Guard, or the Death Guard. Um, that's on the Switch on May 19th. 100, uh, Wonderful 101 Remastered, which was one of my favorite Wii U games, is coming on the PC, PS4, and Switch on May 19th. It was one of the best things Wii U did, and it didn't get enough credit, and I'm excited to see it remastered um, off a of Kickstarter. Uh, Crucible on May 20th, Monster Train, and Chuho Jotai, all PC games. That's the 20th, 20th 21st, and 22nd. Maneater for PS, PC, PS4, and Xbox One on May 22nd. If you don't know what Maneater is, it's a game I'm very excited for. It is Grand Theft Auto, but you're a shark. Easiest way to explain it. It looks um, hilarious. Oh, so good. Uh, Saints Row the Third remastered on PC, PS4, and Xbox on May 22nd as well. And then uh, Wonderful 101 end up is getting released in Europe on the 22nd. Elder Scrolls Greymore expansion on the PC on the 22nd or 26th. Also on the 26th, a game I'm actually intrigued by. Uh, I believe it is free for Game Class players. And that is Minecraft Dungeons. It's on PC, PS4, Xbox, and the Switch. And that is, it's like Minecraft Diablo. Looks kind of interesting. I'll probably play it because I like games like that. Um, ironically, we talked about it last week and then, or two weeks ago, and then we got an announcement in between Mortal Kombat 11 DLC dropping, um, and that is going to be on all the systems, PC, PS4, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia on May 26th. And if you didn't see, uh, we are getting uh, Shiva, Fusion, and RoboCop, um, and an expansion to the story. Super cool expansion pack. Um, it does cost, I want to say it's $25. I could be wrong. It might actually be $40. Bucks. Um, Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer for the PS4 on May 26th. Maybe. It was supposed to come out this past week um, on the Switch and got delayed. So we don't actually know the date. Uh, Pod Racer may be delayed indefinitely. It's really, we don't really know when it's coming out. And that's part of the issue with all of this. Um, Wildfire on the PC, Resolution on PC and Switch. Those are the 26th and the 28th. Song of Horror Episode 5 on the PC on the 28th. Those Who Remain, PC, PS4, and Xbox on May 28th. Bioshock Collection coming to Switch. Uh, XCOM 2 and Borderlands Legendary Collection all coming to this. And X, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, that one I didn't know about. Definitive Edition. All coming to the Switch on the 29th. They're getting a nice wrap of games uh, and that is what we're closing out the month with. Nice. Uh, next month, keep an eye out. Though I'm going to say talk about this game real quick right now uh, because it's a huge drop. But next month, we do get to see um, Last of Us 2 is finally coming out uh, in June kind of a surprise release date uh, just a few months ago. So Last of Us 2 is coming out in June. I'll talk about this again, but I just think that's one that's too exciting uh, not to to mention now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was our last, either our last podcast or the podcast before that, we talked about uh, them coming out and saying that it was postponed indefinitely. Yeah, and now it's, boom, ready to yeah. go. So It was um, it was because something something was leaked 
um and it yeah. wasn't like it was like a, a really poor leak like the graphics were really bad or something like that or yeah. they, they had to go through and change it they wanted they wanted to distance themselves from whatever happened if i remember correctly uh, and yeah, then they're like, and yeah hey guess what here's your game there might have been a few audio reshoots that needed to be done. Uh, yeah. I don't really know. They have a huge voice acting crew on this one. Some really mm -hmm. popular voice actors involved. Um, so who knows? But it's a it's a cool game. I'm excited for it to come out. Uh, I really enjoy the first one. I don't currently have a PS4. I play everything on my PS Now app on my PC, um, including I just played Control, which is super weird. And if you like weird horror shooters, it's it's definitely different and i i love it it reminds me a lot of a game psyops i used to play as a kid uh but enough of that, that. Awesome. it's so good uh we are gonna get <laughs> into what we came to talk about today star wars um we were raised on star wars like yeah yeah like we're, yeah so, <laughs> and if if you listen to the panel discussion at all you hear me talk about it a lot um that our mom is a nerd mega nerd uh, and because of her, we were raised on Lord of the Rings. We were raised on Star Wars. We were raised on anything that was like nerdy and pop culture, Star Trek, um, Godzilla. We, we watched those things as a kid, but Star Wars was the one that I remember, like I have vivid memories of, of watching all of the Star Wars movies, um, seeing them all in theaters and, because of that, obviously, as, as I got older and we started to have, have it on systems, Star Wars video games were a huge thing for me. Um, and I, one of the first Star Wars games I know I remember was actually Star Wars Pod Racer. But I remember playing it at a hockey rink, I think. And it was the full, like, arcade machine where... You actually had to like shift. It wasn't a wheel that you used to drive, but you had to like push the levers, left and right levers to go forward and turn. And I absolutely love that game. That is one of the first ones I remember. I know there's more, uh, but that one came out in 99. So I was six years old. Um, one of somebody in the family, I remember they had um, the Phantom Menace for the PlayStation. Yeah. And we played that all the time. I forgot who. Who was it, it was in the family? I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember playing it. At a, it was somebody in the family. It kind of just like floated between family parties and stuff for like Christmas, and the, the kids would all, all take turns playing it. And that it was just pretty much like all we did was sit around and play Star Wars. Yeah, I, I don't remember who yeah. had it in the family. I don't think it was like any one person's. It was just kind of like a family game that floated. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, that was a yeah. that's a good one. And then like while we're on classics, I think it was another episode one game. They there was a Jedi Knights Academy, and I think that they released a re-released a Jedi Knights game recently. Uh, and I remember playing that on the original Xbox a lot, and I loved that game because it was like a fighting game kinda, and you could pick. Um, it might not be Jedi Academy. It was a Jedi Knights game or something. And you actually could like it was Jedi power battle, maybe where it was like you picked a certain Jedi and when one on one fought, and you could play as like Qui Gon, Darth Maul, Yoda, Obi Wan, and you actually like fight in an arena. Um, and I always remember loving that game as a little kid and like using the powers. Uh, if it was on Xbox, it might have been Obi Wan. Yeah, it was Obi Wan or Obi Wan. Was it? Yeah, 
Yeah, because it was on, that was the only one for the for the Xbox. The one was Starfighter. That was the which is also the, a good one. Yeah, uh, I think yes. I had that for the original Xbox. I don't remember though. I did have uh, Battlefront when those came out, and yeah. those games were amazing. And yeah. then they remade them, and then they broke them. The graphics are great, but they broke the games. They needed to I, just remake them exactly as they were, just bump the graphics up because they were so already I will, perfect. I had something somewhere else I was going to go, but I do want to talk about Battlefront real quick. Um, the original Battlefronts I, I love, and it's because I love being dropped into the war and not necessarily having to be a Jedi. I loved mm-hmm. um, just like the settings, Kashyyyk oh, yeah. and, and Hoth and Endor. Um, and, and seeing those places and getting to really like explore them. Um, Cause honestly, like some of the, the world building or the, the sets in the movies are some of my favorite things. Like the actual cities are absolutely gorgeous. And it's something they do great in Mandalorian. Um, so getting to actually like run around in those places, I, I love mm-hmm. so much, but they, so they were super good games. Um, and I will talk about them a little more, but with the new Battlefront 2, I will say this. I picked it up not too long ago after they dropped a huge update, and it was playable again, and it was fun. They fixed a yeah. lot of the models. They fixed a lot of the, the balancing issues because that was one of the things. They added a lot of like buffs and nerfs. Like It was a, a regular game, and I don't think Star Wars necessarily needed that, but it's that live service thing we keep talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that buff like or that update i think changed the whole game and i ended up spending hours on it uh and it was really cheap i think i grabbed it for like eight bucks (laughs) yeah yeah they had uh uh, like when i first came out they had a quick sale and then went back up to like 24 or 25 but it actually has a good amount of dlc and stuff like that to it um which isn't bad like extra weapons and stuff now what i wish they would do is put in because it's the same people who make battlefield is is put in uh, better weapon counters you can see like your stats for your weapons like kills and yeah things you need to upgrade but put in how they have the uh the galactic war whatever the hell it's called where mm-hmm. what you get a certain amount of points you can get the different ships in there as bombers and then you get the different jedi and different char- different heroes just eliminate the heroes have it be just infantry and tanks and stuff like that see no I, jedi, I, have a no lot of, Sith, I no... love the heroes like it's a fun, I like them fun too. to hop in as them i wish I they, they get used too thing. much that's that's the well, problem is it's not balanced either. In the original, it was like, hey, this this Jedi is available. Hit a button and you get to play as them. Uh, and it was like first come, first serve. And this, yeah. it's more like, hey, you have enough points to buy a card and you end up with 16 on 16 and eight people are heroes because they're doing really well. Uh, mm-hmm. And that might be a little, I think that's where it gets a little overwhelming. Yeah, that's why um, I wish they had just like a basic infantry. Like in Battlefield and stuff, there's there's games you can go in where it's just like squads. Like there's no yeah, there there's no tanks and stuff like that. You're playing on a massive tank map, but it's just infantry. Like I like that because it just yeah. it just changed up the battle and make it more like an actual battle, which is what Star Wars Star Wars all all the movies with the wars and stuff like that. And you watch the Clone Wars and stuff. Yeah, you had Jedi, but you were fighting to take control over over an entire planet. So the Jedi mm-hmm. weren't in every single battle. Like I liked that stuff. Yeah, you should have the option to have it in there. Like just I want to be able to search just that game, like playing Call of Duty or something, and searching for hardcore where it's it's yeah. hardcore. You have you have less health and stuff. Have something where it's searchable, so it's just infantry base, like no heroes. Fair enough. 
do you have so this is kind of where i wanted to go um i'll go i'll say this first and then i'll lead into my second my second question first thing is like for you what draws you to star wars um i don't i don't know I mean, it's changed okay. over the years from from being a kid. I mean, obviously, yeah. By the time that that I was born, the original three episodes were out, and then I was yeah. in like junior high and stuff when you had episodes one, two, and three come out, and my views changed. And then you have the newer the newer three that came out, and uh, my views changed on Star Wars again. And it it, it kind of depends. It depends on the movie. Okay. Um, but the series the series That's itself. Fair. I would say the series itself, for a cinematic standpoint, is just the amazingness of the space, the epic battles, and yeah. the cities, and the technology. Um, but it's that that like mysticism, like that that wonder yeah. of, especially before there was the whole like the old metachlorians and everything like that, like with the New Hope and stuff, and learning what Jedi's were and the Force mm-hmm. and stuff like that. it was that that just childlike wonder, I guess, was what. I mean, plus plus growing that, yeah. up with it. I mean, we, we yeah. grew up with it, so it was like the a fabric of our daily life was something star wars there's always some kind of star wars thing yeah. that was said throughout the day um, yeah and it hasn't but it stopped was just like, like yeah oh it's still the, the same way to this day so i don't know if you saw um i my mother's day gift to to mom was i got her a um it was a, an 11 inch tall uh, child from the Mandalorian and it is a it's a soft body but it's the actual like it's the hard rubber head and it looks just like the one from the show but that was my Mother's Day gift this year to our mother was I got her the child from Man- the Mandalorian <laughs> it's nice. awesome um, yeah I, I think that's a great like that's kind of where I am at too is like the mysticism and just the like it was so ahead of its time when we were kids with the graphics and the spaceships mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, and for me, like, uh, again, I'm involved in Dungeons and Dragons and, and everything, and I'm a world builder person. And just, and I, I love new things. I love being surprised and just the massive amounts of aliens and different worlds and different ecosystems that they've created in the, these movies. And with, I got into all the books for a while and I, I read a lot of the comic books, obviously, and it's just so immersive. And I think it's so easy to get like lost in, in star Wars and almost like more than anything, imagine that you are part of it. it it's really oh, easy yeah. to like get sucked into that world and want to be in it. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, like, I, I agree. But at the same time, I love the technology. I love the different spaceships. Um, and, and I'm a huge fan of combat. Always have been. Um, so lightsaber battles, and especially as they've gone on and evolved from the original three movies, um, and there was the different forms added, and the games have added onto them, and, and like things like Clone Wars have added onto them, and the lore behind the lightsabers and the comic books, even like the red Kyber crystal actually being, um, it the the lightsabers are red because they're making them bleed by damaging the Kyber crystals because it's a living thing. I love that stuff. I think it's yeah. so cool. Uh, and I, I love the combat. That's one of the main things that draws me in a lot. Uh, I've been watching the Clone Wars series again, the cartoon. I never actually finished it, so I started it from the beginning. And just the action in there was so well done, and the storytelling is so great. Um, I absolutely love it. 
So that's the one thing I want to talk about was why Star Wars. The second thing, do you have a favorite type of like Star Wars game or a favorite Star Wars game you've played? Uh, my favorite game, my favorite game would probably be the like would be the original Battlefront Two, just yeah. because I played the I played the ever living hell out of that game. I forgot I, I actually had a notebook where I had where I was trying to go through because it had the. Uh, the galactic com- conquest where you yes. actually went through planet by planet and faced the computer and i had the computer set at the highest difficulty and i, I would mm-hmm. go through with the different classes and i try to beat it in every combination that i could and i don't know i probably have more hours in that game than any other game still to this day just because that's how much i played it um but i mean the knights of the old republic and the rpg the, like the rpg games i like those i never got into them because they were on pc and stuff yeah, and seeing seeing more uh, like MMO style games coming to consoles and everything just being so much more different now, I like to see it on there. Uh, the the Force Unleashed games, I thought they were really good yeah, for giving you choice, especially like the, the second one was was good. I liked the first one uh, a lot too, but like how different those two games were, and yeah, they they changed the aspect of like. You're a Jedi, but you're not because you're Vader's apprentice. And then mm-hmm. you find out that you're a clone and you could kind of change your your costume throughout the game and then change your lightsaber and change the tree of Yeah. Um, you want to play more good, but then you want but you want to use the abilities of the dark side. And I, I liked that that th- there's a, a future kind of combination of all the Star Wars games that I think we're going to see with uh, the, the last yeah. game that came out and then that's going to be like the new the new Star Wars franchise for, for video games. It is. Um, yeah. I agree. So I, I think we're going to see a big change with, with technology changing and then you have like like a game like Beat Saber. I mean, you're you're yeah, playing so a cool. music game with lightsabers. So like, there's going to be... There was a good. Star Wars dancing game on the Kinect? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, there was also a Star Wars one where you played. I, I we played it at one point uh, where you ran around as like the a couple of the different like monsters or whatever. That one you, I remember. You ran around right? as a as a few different creatures. I forgot which ones they were. Um, I don't remember Star Wars Galactic Dance Off ever even even being a thing. And I remember hearing it, about it. And it's the video is Palpatine dancing and then there's a video of like vader boogieing over here with two clones and it is the weirdest thing i've ever seen and i love it and i don't know how i've never played it i remember uh, hearing about it but i thought it was just somebody doing like a spoof nope. for like the it's a real the, thing the that has come out yeah it's a real yeah. game that came out and uh yeah and it it's something <laughs> Uh, so on my end, I I love um, I'm like at the end of the day, I am a fan of the Jedi. Um, so my decision is is influenced through that. Oh, Star Wars! No, that's not the one. I lied. Um, but I, but I really also have always like when I was younger, I had an obsession with pilots. I had an obsession with flying games. I played the crowd of a Independence Day game we have. Mm-hmm. So I really liked. Star Rebel Starfighter, and I really liked Pod Racer. Uh, and then you can't talk Star Wars games without talking Shadows of the Empire. It's a forgotten like Nintendo sixty four game that was super super good. Um, and there's been a ton of games. There's been 
Windows PC games. There was like a Star Wars Return of the Jedi arcade game. Uh, but those both those games I love because I love racing games. Hydro Thunder was one of my favorite games, arcade games as well, which is very similar to the Pod Racer racing game. Yeah. Um, and I just loved those kind of games. But then recently, and we're going to kind of talk about this, uh, I picked up Fallen Order and expected it to kind of feel like um, Force Unleashed to like 2.0 or, you know what I mean? And it looked I like a, a cross between Force Unleashed and God of War. Yes, and it, it is. It's actually more of like a Force Unleashed and Dark Souls. It's not necessarily as hard depending on the setting. There's five difficulties, but the storytelling is so Star Wars, the mm-hmm. gameplay. You're not constantly fighting Jedi. You're not constantly fighting stormtroopers. Sometimes you're just fighting random, um, like rat creatures that hop out of the ground, or there's these like giant ape, like raincore like things. And I, and it's a lot of puzzles. It almost like, like it has a Tomb Raider vibe to it too. And there's customization, which is always cool. You can customize your lightsaber pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And eventually you get a double-sided lightsaber because every person wants to always have one because they're cool uh, in our era. <laughs> but yeah, and you could disconnect it, which is also awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But I actually really loved this game. It kind of went to the front and it rekindled my love for Star Wars recently. I picked it up because it was on sale while I was sick, actually. Um, right after I had like got, gotten a t- positive test, uh, I really couldn't do too much, and I didn't even want to play. Like, I'm actually a little winded right now. I talk fast, but it's not. I'm not used to that um, still. So this is still. I'm still getting used to it. But I couldn't even have a conversation without anyone without going. <sighs> so I wanted something I can just sit back and play by myself. Uh, and so I was like, Ah, Fallen Order is on sale. I think it was like 25 bucks, 35 bucks. Uh, I'll pick up the deluxe edition. And I, I got hooked. I've played so many hours in it. Uh, you travel the places that you know, like Kashyyyk, but then there's new planets I've never heard of. Um, and BD-1 might be one of my new favorite, like, droids. He's the droid you have with you. <laughs> uh, and he's like a little, he's like a mini Adat almost. And, and I really, it's just, it's so Star Wars. that There's no other way to put it than that that it feels like the original movies did when you watched them with that mysticism, with that, like not knowing what's next, but also not having to be like, so like you knew there was a war going on, but there was this huge world around it too. So it didn't always have to be, Oh, we're fighting the empire. Oh, we're fighting other Jedi like, there's other creatures that existed. Uh, it's one of the things, again, I like about the clone wars a lot and rebels. I think they dive into the other things that exist in the world and it's not just always like jedi 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 empire 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 stormtrooper stormtrooper like you know what i mean and that's what i like about this and it it mentions some of the other storylines that are going on and it does introduce saw guerrera um but you don't even really like officially get into like the empire's introduced in the beginning and then it's like three four store three full storylines before you're like in combat with the empire again and not just like trying to figure things out um so it was a lot of fun i really i think i that's one of my favorite things about it is again it just felt immersive i felt i feel like i'm pulled into the storyline the characters are super interesting and that's what i love about star wars is you never knew what you were going to get next what kind of characters like when people talk Star Wars, it's so easy to name all the characters they love. You know, Han, uh, Solo. Wow, I said Han and Solo. I, 
really good at this. Han, Luke, Lando, <laughs> Leia, C-3PO, R2-D2, Chewbacca. Like, Star Wars is known for iconic characters. Even the Jedis that weren't in the front, people know who they are. Like, Plo Koon, um, Kit Fisto, Kiati Mundi, like, like the, these were Jedis that literally like maybe had a line in the movies and were just kind of in the background and people know yeah. who they are. I have a Funko pop of Plo Koon and Kit Fisto. I've been trying to get a Kiati Mundi, but they don't make one. Um, people know who these characters are. That's what Star Wars is all about. And so when you have something that captures it, I love it, which is why I loved some of the other games. It's why I loved that, um, that, that, that Jedi game I was talking about, because some of the random characters, I think Kit Fisto was in that, that no one knows you could play as. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I thought that was the coolest thing. Um, and at the end of the day, again, like, I'm, I'm in it for the characters. I love the story, but I, the characters in Star Wars are, like, nothing else. And that's why I think Star Wars was so, not- it was so noticeable when a character wasn't great. Like, a character like Anakin, or a character like Jar Jar, or a character like, and even Anakin has redeeming, depending on the series you watch. Like Clone Wars, Anakin is one of my favorite characters, like the the animated series. Um, but if you notice, when there's a bad character in Star Wars, everyone hates him and everyone jumps on it. Oh I'm yeah, it's a huge dog pile. But Jar Jar rose from the new the new storyline so much that she barely was even in the last movie. Um, it's because the characters are so likable and, and noticeable. Again, that when you're unlikable, you stand out like a sore thumb mm-hmm. because it's like, ah, what you missed the mark on this one. Even the villains, like Boba Fett, didn't have he had one line, and everyone's obsessed with him. Oh yeah, and he's coming back. He's the most he's talked about character in Star Wars. Yeah, and he's he's coming, and he's now he's going to be brought back to. Well, he apparently didn't die in the canon in the Sarlacc pit, uh, and he's rumored to come back for Mandalorian. He's been cast and everything um, as the original from the Clone Wars movies, which I think is super sweet. Um, yeah. But yeah, like so, anything immersive. I think that's one of the things that, like I said before, I did love about the Star Wars Battlefront games. Um, even when there is a Jedi involved, it feels like you're pulled into those classic iconic scenes like the battle on Hoth, like the battle on Endor. Um, Even like, I love the flying in those games. That was one Mm -hmm. of the things that really, where I spent most of my time was just doing the Jedi fighters. It's actually better in one than it is in Battlefront 2 in the new ones, but um, driving the vehicles and everything, it just felt so immersive. And one of the reasons I, I like, I loved those games I could I could talk for hours on Star Wars, um, and I think we do a disservice if we don't mention the Lego Star Wars games. I think everything, all the Lego games are actually pretty solid, but the Star Wars ones are especially really good the, for some reason. The Star Wars Lego is, is I, I'm pretty sure that's what like basically built and saved their franchise. If it wasn't for Star it Wars Lego, good. yeah, if it wasn't for Star Wars Lego, it wouldn't you wouldn't have nearly like. Even if they came out with all the games like Harry Potter and Batman and stuff, I still don't think it would have the same impact. I mean, there's uh, there's a couple different documentaries on how Star Wars took over the world when it came out. Yeah. Because it was just so yeah. insane at, at, at for the time and everything. And, yeah. like, I have two different versions of the original three movies. I have yeah. the re-released ones where they went through and made them all fancy and stuff and used yeah. modern technology. And they suck. 
I don't like what they okay. did with the Sarlacc pick. There's certain I, things I don't love. I don't the love the extra Robin's. singing scene. I, I don't yeah. like that stuff. Even, I don't love that. I do the like old um, original versions were so much better. I do like as weird as it sounds. I like that they plugged um, Hayden Christensen's Anakin before he was scarred and and different into the Force Ghost scene instead of the... I liked that because it was like, it was this idea that before he was, you know, tainted by the Dark Force, or the Dark Force, the Dark Side. um, Yeah. His he came back into ta- intact in that way, basically as a force ghost. So I, I, I liked that. I thought that was cool. I, I understood why they did it, and I got the point of it. And it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, it's it's for people that like we grew up with Star Wars, but we weren't there when Star Wars first came out. It's for those sure. people who like we grew up with episodes one, two, and three. That's yeah, that's what we sure. grew up oh, yeah. with. But like. For me, the original, like, there, there's, there, Star Wars is one of the, those things you can go into every kind of nerd conversation and talk for a month just in one topic of, like, the politics in the yeah. Star Wars universe. Yeah. Because it's so expansive. Um, but, like, there's there's certain things that are in there. Like, one of, one of the best things is, uh, what's the original trilogy? Is it, is it? Uh, four, five, four, five, six, six? Or one, two, three, yeah. Yeah, because of the the number system is like no, it's four or five. That's the original trilogy. You can't just like what? What if you compare? Now it's going to get even more muddy because oh, yeah. the, the current, new three? the yep. current, not the new movies. Those I don't know where mm-hmm. those are going to fall timeline. But the current canon of comic books and books mm-hmm. that are coming out is in the High Republic, which is two hundred years before four, five, and six. So yeah, yeah, because they went through one, two, and three changed. rather. So they it's like was canon to legends and stuff now. Yeah, and that, so Disney has a new canon, and some of it is great, like the Marvel comic book runs of the Darth Vader storylines with Doctor Aphra and everything are absolutely amazing. He's got like a killer C three PO and R two D two of his own that are super awesome. Uh, like mm-hmm. his C three PO, I can't think of their numbers right now. It's I think it's like B zero 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 and something else. And like uh, the C-3PO character, the black C-3PO is like a trained um, interrogator. And then the R2-D2 unit is full of weapons. And it's a really cool storyline and it's a fun take on Darth Vader. Um, But it's also a dark take on Darth Vader, which I think is cool. Yeah, I I, I could go on for hours uh, on Star Wars. And like I said, I think the one thing I didn't want to say about the Lego Star Wars is I think Star Wars is one of the few things that was like successful by targeting children and Uh coming back in the adult. Because I think Star Wars was starting to fall off a little bit. Like the three movies that came back, they were good. But like, I think it was like after that, it was like, okay, there's not a lot of Star Wars anymore. And then the Clone Wars cartoon came out and Lego Star Wars and people started to like get, the kids started to pull back into it. And then parents started to watch those that move that show and hop into the games and we're like wait a minute <laughs> well if you remember too get pulled right uh, back in yeah well that's if you remember too the first season of the animated clone wars series was more geared towards kids and oh, yeah. the rest yeah. of them actually were a lot darker well it i was, saw the in theaters yeah i saw the animated clone wars in theaters that came out the same weekend as the dark knight 
I remember it because we went to see Clone Wars and the screen literally skipped for a blink. Like you blink your eyes, you would have missed it. And they gave us free tickets to see another movie. So my friends and I walked to the mall, walked back to the AMC, and then went and saw The Dark Knight uh, as yeah. well that same weekend or that same day. So so yeah, it, it was though. It was definitely aimed more towards kids. And I think Dave Foligno has shown very much. He's the kind of the showrunner now. He does a lot of the calls for Rebels and for Mandalorian. He has shown he understands the um, the lore. He understands Star Wars as an entity, and was just like he understands its fans too. Like kids love it, but like even the people who were around for the original three, for four, five, and six, are still so invested. This is the third podcast we've talked Star Wars on, on the network, just that I know of, that I'm involved mm-hmm. with. We talked Star Wars twice on the panel discussion already this month, and now on here. Um, and we'll talk Star Wars again at some point. Um, both. Oh, yeah. because it's just a, it's just a thing, like, to think about since the 80s, it's been this this monster. Um, and, and yeah, it's I love it. Like, we were going to talk, and it's hard, because we wanted to talk just Video games, there's a list of like 50 of the top Star Wars video games, and they're all decent. Like, there's not, in my opinion, there's not a Star Wars game that I was like, that absolutely sucked. It's like, I'd play it. I'd play it because it's Star Wars, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that that's the thing. Like, um, it's just one of those things, like, that if you're a fan of a Star, of Star Wars, you are a fan of Star Wars. Even, even my wife, who is not into nerd culture at all, I feel like Star Wars was the thing she got the most into out of all of the movies we've gone to see, um, whether it be Harry Potter movies or, or uh, the Marvel movies. I feel like Star Wars was the thing she got the most invested in. It's probably the, the oddest out of all of the things she's watched because it just, it's just something about it. it. There's just something about the magic of Star Wars. Um, in it that's why a lot of people are going all over to go to galaxy's edge which i once disney opens again i i want to go back so bad just strictly i would go back just for galaxy's edge and nothing else i would spend the money and and go to florida just to go through the star wars section build myself a droid and walk out um yeah. i have two lightsabers coming in the mail that i just bought custom or uh uh, grab bag lightsabers just because i want them and i'm building a wall of lightsabers in my new office at my house um it's the thing i'm doing i'm literally gonna have a wall of probably 10 lightsabers behind me maybe 11 because i like it needs to be balanced (laughs) but yeah so so star wars is i think it's something that'll be ingrained i i see it being connected even like i can already see my kids loving star wars because i love it so much Um, oh yeah and it's going to be an unending thing but real quick, we wanted to say, like, so I know for a fact, um, Jedi Fallen Order, they've t- said that they're going to launch another game from Fallen Order. They are going to do a Fallen Order sequel with Cal Kestis uh, and kind of keep that storyline going, which I think is cool. Is there anything you want to see from Star Wars, like video game wise? Uh, I-, I wouldn't mind seeing a new, um, a new MMO. Like a new Knights of the Old Republic or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love like a, so, a something like that. Three. Yeah. Um, but not just be that's what's one thing that bugs me is the whole PC master race thing. It's just we have the technology now. Before it was one thing. We have the technology now where we don't have to have these these insane things where it could be PC only. Yeah, and you have 
Yeah, and with uh, the consoles that Xbox did it, I'm pretty sure PlayStation did it too. You could actually use a mouse and keyboard on them and stuff like that. Now, it's like let, let's start including everything and be able to cross-platform because being able to cross-platform would be great. Um, especially in the, in the Star Wars thing, because I have friends that are part of the the, the PC only. They they can't play uh, with a controller. They've tried and they're just terrible at it. They get mad and then stop playing. So they switch to the to uh, mouse and keyboard, which is fine. I understand that because uh, I, I used to be like that for a while too. Now though, um, it's changing too, where you can mouse and keyboard on a system. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's there, there's you're getting a lot of crossover. I I, I would like to see. I would like to see if they came out with the battlefield or a battlefront three, like they, cause originally original rumors were there's going to be a battlefront three for the old systems and oh. blah, 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 which didn't happen. If they came out with another one, I would love to see them do that, but go back to that old galactic conquest style where you actually fought between the planets and try Like you could hop into a server that had the, like we are on the rebels, the rebel side and go through and fight and play yeah. through the different, like the different trilogies, like the clones cool. versus droids and rebels versus uh, empire and stuff. Like that is what I want to see for another yeah, game. The last one was empire. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, I would like. I know they're re so they're releasing Pod Racer when it comes out eventually. A racer. Uh, I think there were rumors of a remastered Starfighter coming out, which would be my jam. Be all mm -hmm. about it. But the things I would love, uh, and I think Fallen Order has kind of kindled this inside of me, is original stories. I think oh, yeah. Star Wars is is starting to, with Mandalorian, with with uh, Fallen Order and things like that, and Rebels. Um, there's rumors that they're going to do a spinoff off of Mandalorian with Rebels and Clone Wars characters being involved. Um, so, so I think original stories, and with the High Republic coming out, um, I would love to see something in that world. In you know 200 years before anything we know even started, I'd love to see a Star Wars game in there. Uh, and there's a couple ways I'd love to see it. Um, I would love to see, like Fallen Order, another game similar to that. Uh, I also think it would be really cool to release a Diablo-style Star Wars game, where um, you don't have to just be Jedi's either. You could be you know a, um, a clone or something, or a rebel like a shock trooper. You could be a bounty hunter. You could have something kind of similar to what the MMO classes are, but go through like like I said, like a Diablo-style story. Because I think the Star Wars world works for that. There's the Diablo style setting rather, rather where you can go through like the beautiful Star Wars settings and really adventure and face all sorts of creatures uh, and bog rats and stuff like that. I think that would be really cool and really open up that adventure. Um, I wouldn't mind an open world Star Wars game. Fallen Order is like a minor, like a closed world, open world game, and I love that. Yeah, I, everything doesn't have to be open world to me either. I'm not one of those people. Um, I actually get bored when I don't have any direction, but I think a Skyrim-esque game would be cool. Um, and then the other thing, because we haven't gotten one in a while, and I know they're starting, they felt like they were starting to fall off, but I feel like Gears Tactics and Halo Wars and XCOM and things was like, and those I know they're a little different, but like a, a top-down, whether it be a tactics-based or a... Um, an RTS style Star Wars game to come back. I don't think there's been one since like before 2010. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I forgot the old one. I think it's Empire yeah. Wars, the last one I can think of. But just because of the expansive armies and different types of units and again yeah. the worlds, 
uh, I think it would be cool to to do those kind of games as well, um, and 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 stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and if we're talking original stories, it would be cool to do like Star Wars Smuggler's Run and do like a, sm- a game where you're strictly a bounty hunter. You're not a Jedi at all, similar to Fallen Order, uh, but just mm-hmm. behind the eyes of a different character who's assisting and have it more of like a Tomb Raider shooter style. Still have your classes and different gadgets. Um, but something behind the eyes of someone else, I think would be cool. There's so much. That's the thing though with Star Wars is you could literally do so much. You can, you could do, you know, origin stories. You could do the, like, there's an Obi-Wan series. You can do their in-between storylines, but I do love, I think they're doing a really good job with the original content. And that's why I'd love to continue to see it. Um, because it just deepens the lore. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars is one of those things like there's enough content that's out there that you could have a company create a console that runs just 100% Star Wars stuff and have a company pump out just Star Wars games and content. Seriously, it could run on its own. At this point, like it's getting to the point where uh, like Disney Plus isn't releasing a lot of new stuff. But it feels like it's 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 Star Wars Plus. It doesn't feel like Disney Plus because people are waiting for like the Clone Wars. Yeah, that just came out. They're waiting for the new Mandalorian. They're waiting for the possible spinoff. Um, they're waiting mm-hmm. for, for things like that. Uh, and that's the only because that's the only name that's pumping stuff. Marvel's kind of on the back burner right now. Eventually, the Disney Plus series will hit. But um, you know, they're ahead of the game over on in the Star Wars world because they have so much planned. And now we're going to be getting all of that, that High Republic stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's on every single platform that they're releasing things. Um, so I would love to see, it used to be LucasArts, the video game company. I'd love to see Disney kind of create their own LucasArts again and start pumping out some more Star Wars games, uh, which they'll do because Disney knows how to bleed the money out of things, but do it well. Um, oh, yeah. So, so I think they will. We'll see a little more now. And like I said, with Fallen Order two being on the on the board already, uh, we know we're going to get more of that. And it, it's just a matter of time because the, it's based off the voice actor that will get um, a, a live action Cal Kestis. I think. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's far off. I think that's realistic that we will, because um, he looks just like the character model. It's just like Sam Witwer with um with star killer it's just it's his face even though now sam whitwer is no longer synonymous with star killer but instead darth uh darth maul so that's cool (laughs) but yeah so we could talk star wars this could be a three-hour podcast um it'd be even worse if we had micah from the panel discussion we would never stop with star wars (laughs) he he man he knows more than any other star wars fan that i know at this time uh and i respect him for it because i think it's awesome but I, 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 that's everything I have in closing. We're going to be back next week to talk even more. This was supposed to be a shorter episode, and it wasn't. It's Star Wars, so it's never going to be short. Yeah. So, but next week, we're going to talk uh, PS5 and Xbox One X um, confirmed information and then a little bit of rumors as well. Uh, but we want to talk mostly that confirmed information that we do have. Uh, and what kind of games are excited for that we've seen announced, any footage that's released, and there might be more released by next week when we record. Um, do you have anything to close off with? Um, no, not really. Um, it, it, watch Star Wars, just simply because it's Star Wars. Um, yeah. I, that's that's really all I have to say. Oh, and you said you were, you were a Jedi, right? 
you're more yeah. for Jedi. I want to see something that comes out, some kind of original. I would love to see a Darth Maul um, thing, but I want to see something that dives more into the Sith because it's so so shrouded in myth and stuff and for everything like that. Kinda, like was more Sith in some ways, but I, it, I it was like a, like a Sith Fallen Order. I think that could be really cool. That was <laughs> one of the things with um, when when they when they did the, the last three movies that came out, and they had they had Kylo Ren. He was the, the leader of the Knights of Ren and stuff. Was I wanted to see more about the Sith and more about the the dark the Dark Knights. The Knights and stuff of like Ren that. comic book is super cool. Well, um, yeah, because it does talk about how the Sith actually tended not to use lightsabers, which I think is mm-hmm. really interesting. Um, so yeah, no, I would I would like that as well. Something. A yeah, little I would like to see to see live action and uh, even even animated series. I would like a game where you play through as like a Sith apprentice too. I think that'd be cool. But yeah, I think a live action or an animated series. Um, could be cool. That would definitely be more for the adults because I feel like the kids just yep. love the guys. It would be hard to get them behind the uh, the heels in in wrestling terms. But yeah, well, I like it. As long if as long as they put Darth Maul as a front man, I'm pretty sure they could turn everybody over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's 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 pretty much all I have to say because I could talk all night about Star Wars too. So. <laughs> Until next time, forget to wipe you don't. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? You hear any new podcasts lately? Uh, yeah, I have. Like what? Retroblist. You had that ready to go. Like, almost like you knew I was going to ask you this. I sort of kind of did. It was like an ESP feeling. What's RetroBlist? RetroBlist is a retro video game podcast presented by Johnny and Trevor, where they talk about everything from retro gaming, retro consoles. They each week review a different video game that they have played. Uh, Majority of the time it is retro like on the actual console itself from Sega Dreamcast to Super Nintendo's to um, I think they recently started playing on a Nintendo Switch. Where can I find this podcast? Uh, you can find it at BICBP-radio.com. Sweet.